Hi everybody and welcome to the Mental Toughness and Body Show. My name is Rob Evans and I'm your transformation coach, health strategist and internationally published author, helping take your life and your business, your health, fitness, mindset and body from where you are right now to where it is that you want to be. Today I want to talk about checks and balances, making sure that you've got things in place so that you can uh, reduce the amount of time where things are going wrong, identify when things are going wrong so that you can take corrective action and get things back on track. Now, you can apply this to many different areas of your life, but this morning I'm going to talk to you about, well, it's actually this afternoon, I'm going to talk to you about uh, my website as an example. Um, so my website, um, well, I've had the URL since 2009 when I started my business and uh, the website has gone through uh, a number of different transformations. Most recently, uh, during COVID, I did a complete redesign, redevelopment of the whole, the whole website, making sure that I, uh, I was providing services that weren't advertised on my, my website. I put a shop on there. I created more programs. I did a whole bunch of different things to make it have that real wow sort of impact for me. And for, well, not just for me. For me, I like the look of it, but it's, uh, when people come to it, they're like, wow, this is, this is really uh, professional. It stands out from everybody else, et cetera, et cetera. Now, with the changing way that people are using social media and uh, different ways of communicating with each other, um, often people aren't spending as much time in websites now as they perhaps used to because there are so many other ways that people communicate with businesses. And to um, a large extent... A lot of people don't do a lot of research on, say, a service provider or a product that they're going to use because they might see an ad, maybe it's on, on TikTok or Instagram or something like that, and they just grab it and they say, bang, oh, well, with a few clicks, I can uh, purchase it and I can get it straight away. So uh, the, the temptation to dig into a website as much as, say, people would have done even five years ago is reducing more and more. So I guess people are not putting as much work into their websites. And anyway, just for, uh, in the last sort of two days, I was doing some work and thinking, oh, I need to just make sure that I update the website uh, to do such and such. And I went through and I was doing a couple of tests and clicking on a few links and there were some, some broken links. And I thought, oh, why is that a broken link? It was only updated, you know, not that long ago. I did a check not that long ago and everything was working and now it's not. And so then I went through uh, like all the main pages on my website and I'm clicking here and there and some of the links were taking me to places that were just not relevant at all within the website. Others were saying page can't be found. Others were taking me to pages that were just incomplete. And it's like, what's going on there? I had written all of this stuff. Why isn't it taking, taking you to that page? And so today I've been spending some time just tidying all that up and working out where has it gone wrong? What's causing that to happen? Now, I need to go back to the person that um, is hosting my, my website and just see, look, have you done something? Because a bunch of the links that were coming up, let's just say my main website is called studiospt.com.au. Let's just say that, you know, when you're in, in your website, it's like studiosp.com.au, then there's a forward slash, then say blog, then slash something else. Uh, a whole bunch of them had... Uh, say blog.test or something.test. And I'm like, how did that get in there? Because I've never put in a test domain 
as any link, and it happened in a few different places. So I went through and I updated those, uh, those things, and it made me realise that some of the wording in different places needed to be updated as well. And so I guess the first question I would ask you is, when was the last time you did a thorough review of your website to check all the links? Just pretend that you're a customer and going through and like I have scheduled a consultation uh, buttons dotted throughout my website. They must be in there about 20, 20 plus times. And so just clicking on every single one, just because you see a button there doesn't mean it's working. Click on it and see, is there a broken link there? Does it go to the right place? Because it may not be a broken link, but it's taking you somewhere else. So <laughs> another example is I have no idea how these, these happened. I've got four... Uh, on my homepage of the website, I've got four pages, uh, sorry, four uh, little videos that are me on a podcast, one with Gillian Michaels, Bruce Buffer, etc. Each, uh, they had two links. One, if you click on the, like the, the video itself, and then if you click on the title. If you click on the title, some were going nowhere and some were going to just other, other of my pages. It just made no sense at all. I'm like, how did that happen? I'm sure I've never set that up like that. Now, somehow, these things have changed. And so I don't know how that's happened. But the only way I found out was by jumping in and doing a bit of a test. So we've got to have these tests, these checks and balances in place. Because if that was me, a customer, a prospective customer coming to my website, and I clicked on one of those links and it didn't work properly, I'm like, how unprofessional is this person? They can't even get their links on their website right. And certainly if there's multiple of them, then I'd be saying, I'm out. If I'm clicking a link or two links and they don't go to the right place, I say, I'm done. And some of my schedule a consultation buttons were not working either. They were just like going to a blank page. It's like... That's just not on, not on at all. So I've still got some work to do. I've got the, uh, some other links to fix at the time of recording this, but it just prompted me today to uh, talk about it because unless you've got a check and balance in place, you've got someone checking these things, or you've, uh, you know, you've got some staff that are maybe checking these things from time to time, uh, then you're just not going to... Uh, find out. Maybe there's a report that you can run that can show broken links. I don't know how that works, but if it's the wrong link, I'm sure it can't pick up that. It's not smart enough. It says, oh, there's a link there and it goes here. So bang, there's a link. Great. Um, You know, that's a different story. And so it's a two-step process. Identification, the identification of the problem, fix the problem. And then I guess the third step is resolving how it happened and ensuring that it doesn't happen again. Bottom line is that you've got to keep doing those tests from time to time to make sure that the, uh, you know, the links don't get, get broken. But the other thing that it uh, made me realise is how often do you go through the services that you provide, the products you're providing, and use that as a strategic way to think, am I still current? Am I still relevant in the market today? Is there something else that needs to be uh, communicated here? So I changed some of my wording. There are a lot of products and services, particularly services, that are very generic. 
um, particularly in the space that I work in, in health and, and wellness. And there are many apps. So there are a lot of apps that you can go to that say, well, you know, you'll have your, your recorded personal trainer there on your phone or whatever saying, you know, count out these, push harder, keep going, etc." You can find a, a meal plan anywhere that you could follow. But one of the big differences is, is that personalised, customised approach to what it is that we do in this space and in the coaching service that you provide, it should not be just a generic one, uh, you know, one program fits all. If it is, then there's something wrong with the way that you're doing things. Yeah, it might be some commonalities, but if you're adopting the same approach to every single person, then you're missing an opportunity to stand out from your competitors. Because in this particular space, that's what most people are doing. They're doing exactly the same thing for everybody. They're they're not distinguishing themselves, they're not standing out, and it's all coming down to the personality of the person rather than the, the programming that they're, they're putting in place. So as I was going through, I'm thinking, well, I need to draw out more of that individualised, personalised, customisable uh, side of the services that I provide, and then that enabled me to uh, update uh, a bunch of the wording. So it's it's actually a bit of an exciting process. I enjoy working in the back end of my, my business and updating things, systemizing things. It's getting my, my, my juices flowing, thinking, gosh, I could make this part easier for customers to deal with me. I mean, we want to make it as easy as possible for customers to deal with us. And I think even simplifying what I have even further is probably necessary because when you do so much for people, you provide so many different services, it can become so overwhelming. And so really simplifying that down can be necessary in order to uh, you know, stay current with what people want. So I'm actually going to trial in the next uh, maybe two weeks uh, creating a different front end for, um, won't be the exactly the same domain, but it'll be very similar. And I'm gonna just trial it to see will a simple three-page, well, I guess a homepage plus uh, three other pages, uh, a much simplified approach, thanks, Siri, a much more simplified approach to what I'm doing. I'm going to trial it and just see, am I getting a greater response from this way, kind of like test A, or am I going to get one through test B? Um, Really important um, to just keep changing things up and, and seeing well, whether you get something, a different outcome. And uh, split testing, that's the word I'm looking for. So, yeah, we've got to keep on testing, checking, making sure that you do have those balances in place. Um, I've been speaking to a few clients recently about uh, some frauds that they're having some, some challenges with either of their clients or in their own business where there's been a a fraud perpetrated. And uh, part of the work that I used to do in corporate was uh, fraud investigations uh, being either, well, it's mainly in in an internal audit role and then uh, also as an operational manager role. And I actually love that type of work, forensic accounting, if you like, and really trying to catch the thief. You know that they've done something wrong, but you need to be able to prove it via the the paper trail and find the link back to that person 
uh, in order to know that they have done it. And I, I find that work really, really interesting. Um, and it's, again, just a reminder of making sure that you have your insurance policies all in place. So if you, you do have some fraud and, and theft uh, coverage in place, but then also making sure that you've got the right systems, uh, the right people allocated to the role to start with. And so like here in Australia, we can do police checks on people to see have they got a criminal record? Are there some trust issues with this person in handling money? Or uh, we have ch- like a, a working with children check if there's, um, you know, like set of, um, sex offenders and that kind of stuff that are, are registered, then they can't work with children. So they won't have that that check. So there's a few basic things that you can do to make sure that that's the right person. But then you want to make sure that you've got the right systems and processes in place with password uh, control and that the, the same person isn't, um, you know, like, uh, say, getting accounts payable, invoices in, or they have the ability to be able to, um, you know, create an invoice, receive an invoice, um, pay, have access to your bank account, all that kind of stuff that creates a whole bunch of internal control issues that are going to allow somebody in a a reasonably busy business to be able to siphon, skim off the top, and people not necessarily know until it's too late, and uh, defraud the company. Um, So there there are many, many different ways to do it. I'm not going to talk about um, the ones that I've investigated, so I don't want to give anyone any ideas, but... Uh, you know, unfortunately, there are people out there working very hard to find how can I rip off the employer and uh, remain undetected. And there, there can be ways of incorporating other people as well into it. It's, I mean, it can be so, so complex. So we've inter- investigated frauds that in, have involved dozens of people uh, before, and sometimes it's just one person, and sometimes it's a couple of people. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, just... People want to get ahead. And as we live in tough times right now, economically, and people are doing it tough globally, or tougher, then what that does is it it can lead to a heightened level of potential fraud. Um, So we've got to make sure that we've got everything in place to make sure that those things do not happen. Segregation of duties and all that kind of stuff. So perhaps it's time to put that review in place as well. Apologies, that was an incoming phone call from uh, the hospital for my daughter. Uh, So if you want to connect with me, go to mentaltoughnessandbodyshow.com. Opt in for that free consultation right there. And I'd love to connect with you. And let's just see how you can make this year better than any other year that you've ever had in your life. Let's go for the sky, the stars. Shoot for the stars. See you tomorrow.